Hi everyone and welcome again on All Hands on Deck with Antoinette Wells. Antoinette is a specialist therapist in codependency and addiction among other uh, of her uh, talents and I'm really pleased to invite her today to talk about codependency. Hello Antoinette. Hello Virginie. Nice to meet you again online but we can communicate well absolutely so yes codependency is a big subject it's vast because it touches um, a lot of of topics and also uh, uh, different relationships but already in the definition codependent you can already um, grasp that it's, it's going to be self-defining, like you are dependent or something with co. Co is cum, from the Latin cum, and dependency is, the, you know, what dependency means, of course. And so codependent meaning you are de depending on a, on a person or on a situation can be also, but it's very much used um, with relationships, um, kind of men and women relationship, or other relationships as well, of course, with children, with mother and children, or other uh, relationships as well. We can extend that to all relationships if it happens. And also with families. So a, a codependent family will, is going to display a lot of dysfunction. and every member of this family will have different roles. Uh, first, I want to say that this kind of codependency happens mainly in a setting of addiction, but it can also happen when there is a member of the family who is not well, who has an illness like cancer, etc. And then the, the family kind of changes because of of this person okay. you see what i mean so it's a it's an illness it's a an emotional illness okay yes. uh, so tell me yeah. if dependency happens when we seek in others what we lack within ourselves so we well, go that's one thing yeah that's one thing so for instance with a between a man and a woman is uh, relying too much on somebody uh, to fulfill their needs or pleasing somebody too much, you know. So you go too much out of yourself, basically. Uh, it's also because maybe like we talked about before with the self-esteem, because your self-esteem is not strong enough. So you are going to be hooked uh, by a person. And then it goes also in this kind of it can go also in this kind of romantic love addict love addiction you know love uh, uh, and that's a big subject which is something in in itself um but some characteristic of codependency is that for instance with a couple the the rela the relationship starts and becomes very intense very fast you know and uh, so very intense is one of the characteristics is really the intensity. Yes, but also, also uh, for instance, uh, they will have some arguments, incredible arguments, 
uh, and sometimes they will say, but what, what, how, we, how did we start this argument? You know, it's, it's, it's escalates and then the subject itself was not something incredibly significant. So it gets out of hand basically, you know, so. But Antoinette, having excessive emotional or psychological reliance uh, on another person only leads to failed expectation and disappointment. Instead, we should introspect or, or, or fill <clears throat> the existing void within us. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, but for instance, you have, you have uh, when, when there's somebody in the family who is in active addiction, the family is going to rally around that person and are going to try to help that young person, for instance. But the way they help is actually not helpful because they think they help, for instance, by going and paying the, the guy who, who gives the drugs to, to their son uh, so that he is not in trouble. Or they go and rescue him if he, if he, he was caught outside, you know, kind of Yes. completely drunk etc okay. and had to spend a night in in the in the prison you know that's extreme cases but uh, I, I knew as in a group I had once a father who, who told in the group I used to go every time my son was getting drunk and doing mischief uh, <clears throat> I go I used to go and rescue him in in the prison and of course he would continue because there was no consequences of his behavior. Yes. So that's one thing, is that if you are codependent, you don't see that you need to let the other person face the consequences of their behavior. Yes. But and either just, you or your partner or both are often anxious and worried that the relationship will break up or you also, always rescue your partner uh, to 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 have less problem over and over again, so it, it's exactly. not healthy. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. This is absolutely one characteristic as well of codependency that you want to rescue people, um, and again, you by doing that, you don't allow them to solve their own problems. You see that that's a big point. You don't allow them to. Uh, to find their own solutions. So Antoinette, what would so, be your advice uh, for people being in codependency? Uh, should, we, should we introspect ourselves and how, what would be the tools that you propose in your private session? To, uh, well, to sometimes, sometimes it, people, it depends on the degree, but sometimes it's really having counseling but there's also the 12-step program, which I mentioned before, which, which has groups for, for a codependent, codependent anonymous, you know, which is great. Yes. It's free and it's a group therapy, uh, which is confidential and people share their problems. And then they realize that other people have the same situation or the same kind of problems. And then together, they can find a way to, you know, they are mirrored to themselves and they find a way to get out of it. Absolutely. Gradually. So, 
So it's not relationship... from one day to the other. Yes. Sorry? I got you. Uh, so a relationship can only work when two holes come together, not two halves that hope to find in the other what they don't possess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yes. Um, yeah, they have to be. They have to be confident in in their own personality, uh, in their own self, and then they can they can give and take. You know, for instance, in in codependent relationship, there is an imbalance between the giving and the taking. Either one gives too much, uh, and the other one takes too much, or it and vice versa. No, it's it's a kind of dance, you know, kind of, and they pursue each other, kind of thing. Uh, I understand, and uh, I like it, Antoinette. My question is, you know, sometimes we say that we are attracted to uh, in relationship to a figure that is familiar to us. Can you develop this uh, this point from a, a therapeut point of view? Well. <clears throat> Sometimes, sometimes, yes, we, we, we want to find characteristic in, in the person of our choice that we have seen in, in figures in our childhood. And, and sometimes they can be good and sometimes they can be dysfunctional as well. You see, for instance, um, for instance, if you had a father who, who was larger than life and maybe sometimes quite aggressive or really loud you might either don't to not find somebody like that at all or really find that kind of person again to to be to have a connection with ah okay i see you know? yes yes so and and yeah you might you might be able to see that actually um it doesn't work out for you because it, it has to you have to find a balance. So once again, Antoinette, if I understand uh, the lack we have at a very young age between three and seven, as you said in the previous uh, interview, this lack we have to sort it out before we go into a long-term relationship because otherwise we will keep that pattern, as you said, uh, and attracting uh, always the same person and, and the same failures. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Where you come uh, into the picture, because I think nowadays the young generation is very alert, but they just need a guidance of a therapist who can you know, uh, help them to, to go straight and not waste time with those codependency that are due to their lack of uh, self-love, self-respect, the fact that they were not heard when they were small, etc. So it's very a crucial uh, step to take in consideration at a young age. Absolutely. And exactly, you see, when you talked, I just had this image of, for instance, a, a, a woman, a mother, smothering her son. And if, if the son will try to unconsciously to find a wife who does the same to him you see what i mean will we'll kind of dominate or make it too close or 
he's, he's not going to have the, the right image it reminds of me, a, yeah. a wife, you know? It reminds me that sometimes we say, yeah, always look how your partner is treating his mother because it will be the way he will be treating you. <laughs> so. Also, yes, absolutely. So there are mirrors, you see, and it's very important to, to identify. There will, always, there will always be kind of a reference point uh, to people from, from your past when you were growing up. Yes. But becoming yourself is absolutely about detaching and then seeing what is the reality of it and what you want that if you want this or you want something different or something more balanced, etc. This is really about becoming yourself without depending on an image of the past, for instance. So yeah. once again, it's a self-respect and a self-love self that we need to, uh, to work on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this is very interesting. Now, I wanted just to briefly talk about the family because it's very interesting. When there is a problem person in the family, I said the different members take different roles. For instance, they take the, the role of the rebel, of the rescuer, of the scapegoat, yeah? Absolutely. And so they all take different roles. Uh, so the rebel will be, I don't want nothing to do with this family, uh, I have enough, and he's going to, to do his own thing, but he's going to be very rigid with his boundaries, etc. The rescuer is going to be the codependent completely, and that's very often the role of the mother. And then the scapegoat is the one poor little one who is going to be very much, oh, you do all, everything wrong, what is the matter with you, etc. by all the other members of the family. They are going to go on him or on her to offload their <laughs> frustrations. That's a scapegoat. You see what I mean? Absolutely. So, so that's an image of dysfunction of a codependent family. And it's, it's much more... Um, common than we think absolutely it's quite i mean obviously uh we encounter that in therapy there are also very healthy families but i mean they are not they are not the majority you know especially nowadays i absolutely. think so yes antoinette mm -hmm. we talk about codependency yeah. how shall we shift to a co-creator of our destiny Co-creator. require coming from a therapist to become mm. a co-creator, not codependent, but co-creator of our destiny. It means our, that yeah. we self-introspect and change our expectation on ourselves and not on others. Well, I think, I think for that, again, therapy is very good. Either group therapy or, or kind of one-to-one -one therapy. Mm. Or sometimes people in through their lives and their their profession or through, through even friends etc find their ways to become more themselves and and they they have an inner strength that can manifest and then they can actually uh, it's very interesting you can see some people they really have an inner strength and against all odd they can really become themselves in the way that they are creative and they create their destiny themselves. 
Absolutely. But we, I think this is very much part of self-realization, you know, really realizing yourself. Uh, I mean, Jung talked a lot about it, uh, about at the end of his life, about individuation, which is really, I mean, he was definitely somebody who achieved his own self. I'm talking about a therapist here, of course, you know, about a, a psychiatrist who was a great philosopher also. Um, but this is going through a lot of experience. It's also your attitude in face uh, of life uh, when you have experiences. Sometimes they are tough experiences to go through. But if your attitude towards them is to, to find something which could be positive for you, for your growth, for your own evolution, then you are going to, to gain out of it, even if it is challenging experiences. Yes. Uh, very interestingly, we were watching with my daughter the other day a program about a man, a, a therapist actually in America, Mm -hmm. who had very tragically lost his wife, uh, who was very depressed and committed suicide, throwing herself from the, I don't know, the 20th store of a, of a building in, in New York. Mm -hmm. And he had three children left with him. And this man managed to absolutely rebuild himself and his um, strength by making his body extremely, not extremely, but very strong. So for instance, I mean, I'm not going to go in big details, but he used ice and water, swimming in icy cold water okay. to master his body. Uh, and then apparently when, when you use very cold water, it makes your body alkaline, you know, so it's, it's, it, it kind of, um, eliminate the pain in your body. I mean, it's uh, his own theory, but um, he was actually showing some example with some of these, his uh, patients. And it was very interesting. Some, some people had panic attacks and they managed to go over their panic attacks. With the so, treatment of cold and icing water. Yeah, well, that's Very just an example. How, how the body reflects on our emotion and sometimes we don't mm. look at it, but it shows. And we can also, as you, as you said just now, we can recover pain and emotion and things that have been stuck in our body through, you know, hitting this body and releasing yeah. the pain. Well, yeah, that's, a, that's an example. But you can also do it through meditation, with a balanced meditation. You can also uh, restore yourself. Absolutely. You know, I had a talk with a friend of mine uh, the other day and she was telling me, you know, Virginie, now I'm on the fourth relationship and always I attract the same men and the same thing. Eh? But I told her, you know, uh, I think when you, when you know who you are, first of all, the first question you should ask to your partner is, do you meditate? Do you introspect? Do you like self-improvement uh, within yourself? I think it's really something that it's a topic to, to, to discuss uh, because at the end, as you said, when we, we arrive uh, at a certain time in our life, we, we find so much within us with the spirituality, whatever we, we, we practice. Uh, it can be yoga, it can be 
um, healing therapy, it can be different things. So I think this is an aspect that you said uh, just previously, spirituality also help to uh, become more aligned with who you are, more authentic and automatically you attract then the energy, the frequency in the other uh, who are who is at the same level as you. Absolutely, that's absolutely right. And also by by meditation, you really um, endeavor to reach the self, the self, the, not only yourself, but the the spirit in yourself. You know, so this is of course another topic, but. Um, definitely, if you have a connection with yourself, which is genuine, authentic, and then a spiritual uh, relationship with a higher power, for instance, actually the 12-step program is based on that. You know, it's about relinquishing the, the power that uh, addiction had over one person and then giving this power to a higher power. You know, that's the, the third step. The first step is a recognizing that you are powerless over such and such addiction and that your life has become unmanageable. Second step is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves or yourself can restore us to sanity. Step three is made a decision, a conscious decision to turn your life and your uh, will to this power as you understand this power. And this is of course extremely well formulated because it, it leaves a scope to a very wide uh, higher power. It's not linked <clears throat> to any religion. You know, it's, a, it's really about discovering spirituality yeah. so then of course uh, with this higher power you start to to uh, have a, a better relationship with yourself because there's also introspection with the four step but i don't want to go too much in it because we don't no. have that much time just now but the four steps is about uh, made a moral inventory of our shortcomings so you know it's about introspection Fantastic. Yes, the fourth step. Yeah, it's this fascinating. Is thing I want to develop with you on the next interview uh, about the, the 12 step because I think it's really a technique, once again, that we need from a therapist like you to help us uh, see and uh, become better uh, aligned and more, uh, more ourselves. Uh, yeah. But, Antoinette, uh, just to conclude this uh, codependency uh, topic, um, Many times we say, you know, um, we, I want to grow old with, with, with my partner, but I think nowadays more and more we want a relationship that entail wanting to grow with somebody, not to grow old with, with the person. Am I right? Ah, that's a very nice kind of jeu de phrase, I would say. Yes, uh, I think to grow along somebody is the best way uh, rather than to grow old with somebody which is yeah which is i mean it's very sweet to two old people together sometimes they're very sweet if they have managed to um 
uh, go over all the obstacles of life together. But to grow along somebody, meaning that the two people, like I gave this image the other day to you about the Khalil Gibran, the two trees which are growing with their root, with a nice distance, you know, with a two meter, like the COVID thing, you know, separate <laughs> COVID, <laughs> two meters distance so that the trees can grow. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and uh, so, so um, then they can have their roots properly established. They have enough space. So very important for people to have enough space between themselves to be able to grow and then to be creative. With themselves and with their relationships. Very nice. Hmm? Very nice, Antoine. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain us a few tools how to overcome codependency, which is really something happening nowadays a lot, where we look for the happiness externally instead of introspecting. So thank you so much, Antoinette, and to all of you listeners, thank you for being part of our uh, weekly topics. More to come uh, with our specialist therapist. And uh, Antoinette, once again, thank you. Thank you for your okay, time. Virginie. Okay, pleasure. Really interesting topic. I mean, we just, just touched the, the surface of it. You know, we give, we give it a taster. I mean, it's a very vast subject, but it, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, very, very uh, prevalent. Yeah. And of course, um, to all of you listeners, um, the therapists that are uh, invited on the platform are therapists that I have experienced personally on a private session. And I really invite all of you to look at our uh, coming website where you can connect with them and start your beautiful journey. Thank you to all of you. Please share the platform with your loved one and see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.